Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Coming up on today's Better Together. I feel like too many people have discounted their own worth, their own being, their own significance based on expectations that were not met. I thought I would be doing this by 30. Yeah. I thought I would be doing this by 34. I never thought I'd end up on TMZ, you know, whatever the challenge is. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I'd say this stuff to myself, 100%. Yes. yes. Okay. So here's what we need to do. We need to forgive ourselves, slowly learn to forget, which is all my psychologist friends tell me, to forget means to omit on purpose. Wow. I'm telling you, I can help somebody right, right now. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Better Together with Maria Menounos. Of course, I'm not Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergar, a.k.a. Mr. Maria Menounos. And um, due to a windstorm <laughs> in our town, if it's not enough to lose our host, 
Uh, now, um, <laughs> we've lost internet in our town, so we are coming to you from the Prius <laughs> in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot, trying to bring you the show, which could be one of our most important shows, especially with what's going on today. I'll start with the quote, which I think will set the pace. If you had a setback, don't take a step back. Get ready for a comeback. That's from Tim Story, who's our guest today. Um, Tim Story is an acclaimed author, speaker, and life coach, known for inspiring, motivating people. Most notably, he's a coach to Oprah, Robert Downey Jr., Quincy Jones, and Steve Harvey, just to name a few. However, Tim continues to coach those from all walks of life, rich and poor. To the latter, Tim's father was killed suddenly when he was just a boy, leaving his mother, a Winchell's Donut employee, to take care of him and his four other siblings. That hardship helped to make Tim the incredible empath, caretaker, and success he is today. His genuine focus towards helping people worldwide match with his incredible empathy and sensitivity makes him a unique blend of Tony Robbins and Mother Teresa and something even more to this day and this century. Specializing in orchestrating comebacks and manifesting miracles, he is life coach to life coaches and here to help us today. Better Together Heal Squad welcomes Tim Story. So, Tim, I can't think of, I'm so grateful to have you here, but especially now and what's going on in our world. Your friend, Tim Story, and can you believe you're in a parking lot of a donut shop? You've come a long way. I knew yes, you were going to make can. it. I knew you were going to make it. Tim, you know what? I can. For me, for my life, regular guy, 100%. We're so, as much as I know you, Maria, are going to like be. Yeah like thickest thieves but at the same time maria would be out of, she'd be out of whack right now so so i told anyway, you, thank you i'm a fan of the show i'm loving what you guys are doing and from my perspective is you guys are giving people a life lift body mind and soul and so many times people depend on like one area of their life like they're together in this area but then they don't pay attention to this area and I'm loving the plethora of guests you have because you're dealing with every part of our lives. So keep on keeping on. Wow. And you know, that's why I feel like you are made for this century and for today because other life coaches, I don't think they're taking the soul element in there. No, you know, that it not. is mind, body, and soul. I think it mind is. and body, and that's great. Well, the, the reality but, is, is because we both have been around a lot of successful people. And I saw that by just conquering things and achieving your goals, there was many times something missing and that's called meaning and significance. <laughs> like, like, why were we placed on this planet? What is my purpose? And so, you know, we're all about, you know, us three that we're talking about, we're all about, you know, meaning, significance, uh, purpose, right? Gratitude, servanthood. And when you come from that place, man, the world becomes real bright and shiny again. You know, I think um, I think it, the cynics will say to me, and I have some who work for me, say, you know, because um, I have a friend who's my, one of my mentors. He works in garments, but he's very neutral and he's very you know, uh, he handles crisis very well. And I hear like, okay, that's because he's rich. You know, you're like that, Tim, because you're successful. I'm like that because I'm successful. And yeah. I, uh, 
I, yeah. it's, it's hard because I, I feel like it's that mindset that gets you success. Do you agree? 100%. And, you know, because we've all traveled a lot. So I've been to 75 countries of the world. And I remember being in South Africa in the townships and speaking to a group of seven and eight year olds and the smiles, the energy. And when I said, what do you want to be when you get older? And they were like, the president, uh, an NBA star. You know, they were thinking big. Their imaginations were so huge. So I think a lot of it is the mindset. So the mind is so powerful, but it all determines on where you set your mind. It's like, the, you know, a long time ago when you had a TV and you had to go boom, boom, boom. So the question is to all you that are watching today is like, where are you setting your mind? Is it just pandemic? Is it just what we may lose or the fear that you have. So today we're going to dialogue a little bit about mindset and how to set your mind in the right place. So I love that you talked about with setbacks, especially like having to retrain your mindset, I think, because a lot of people right now are losing their jobs, they're losing loved ones. Um, and I know you mentioned being, you're, I love the process of being awake then being aware and then taking inventory. Yes. Can you, can you talk a little about that? Yeah. Okay. Because what happens in life is that people always say life is going by so fast, but I want you to think about it. When we were kids, you had kindergarten and then there was a summer first grade. Then there was a summer. This is cool. Watch second grade. Then there was summer. It, it like took a long time before you were in the 12th grade. Like we lived in the moment, fully present, fully feeling, fully alive. We become now a society of human doings. We're just doing and doing and doing. Instead of being, to, to truly be in the mm -hmm. moment and, and be present. Like when I- When you're on the go 24 seven like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. See you like next time. You're going to see I'm like this. I'll be right there again. Same. I got bombs blowing up everywhere. I'm going to be like in the moment because it's, it's, a, it's a mindset. So I think what happens is that it's important to know that we don't have to chase our dreams. We simply cooperate with what the universe is spoken over us. So I think like, you know, you and Maria have an assignment right now. This is your assignment right now. You've, you've done all the things you've done in the past with comedy writing and all the things in the industry. 
I mean, look, she's a legend in, in what we do. Look what she's done. Now you guys are paired together, but you don't have to go chase it like the, the next guy. You're cooperating with what the universe is saying. And when you cooperate, there's a piece that will come with it. Well, you know, Tim, I fought it a lot, though. And I think a lot of us fight that. Yeah. And I, I think the American dream, and I think I go back, I hate to keep saying it, but I go back to the 20th century where it was just, you've got this big dream and then you go out and you bang heads to get it. And then that's going to be your happiness. And then when we hear from, you know, more evolved people like yourself, it's like you, you learn that that's, that's not it. And I think it's getting people to have more peace with being and have more peace with the journey rather than the result. Well, you said it perfectly. So, you know, let's go in back into the steps of like truly coming back. So we're moving at this pace. Yeah. And then what happens to all of us is a life interruption. It may be yes. a challenge with a family member. It may be a challenge in our own physical body, our mental health. You, you I know you, you made a great analogy about Mike Tyson. It, he was never taught how to get back up. He was just taught how to knock somebody out, which is what he did. Yes. Or he got knocked out yes. himself, but he never lost by decision. I think that's when you talk about life interruptions, we don't prepare mentally for these interruptions at all. Because I mean, like, let's, let's look at our childhood. There was a lot of interruptions, but we like, you know, scraped our knee, but then you get back up and, you know, something breaks up with you and it hurts for a while. Then you listen to a couple of songs you like, and then you get back up. Like, but when you yeah. get older, like these things, they hurt deeper. Right. And so the first step to getting back is number one, you become awake, as you just said. You, what do you mean awake, Tim Story? I mean, you come out of the funk, you like open up the curtains, get outside and breathe. You know, if you have like relatives, go see your relatives, go see your mom if she's around or your, your father, like wake the heck up and then become aware aware of what's going on around you. You know what I find in a lot of people? They're just like this. They're like yep. this. Yes. They're like mm -hmm. this. And if you almost like see them in an airport and you just nod at a stranger, they look at you strange, like what just happened? So you gotta, you gotta wake up, then you become aware of what's around you. Then thirdly, you gotta take inventory. You gotta think to yourself, when I had that setback, what happened to me? Am I still funny? Am I still interesting? Am I still a good listener? So let's talk about you for just a second, since I'm a life coach. Mm -hmm. So you're known as a guy who does a lot of things, but one thing is comedy, right? Yeah, back in the day, yeah. Yeah, there, there's been times in your life where you didn't feel funny, but you had to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. You, had to take, you had to take inventory and say, like, what's happening in my life? where humor is not just coming out of me. So you, you take inventory. Now, when you take inventory now, now you know what you're dealing with. And right. so with all these celebrities that I've worked with, you know, I've been working with celebrities since 90, 91. Wow. And it started with like, you know, Jack Lemon, Walter Malthow, Tony Curtis, Lee Iacocca. I was living a crazy life. <laughs> crazy. Not bad for a kid from Compton, man. 
Wow. I was like hanging out at Spago's and talking about problems and at Nate Nows, you know, with Larry King. So, um, you know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. And I learned how these guys that we consider like grand, they had to like become awake, aware, take inventory. So we take inventory and see, hey, where am I at? It really is 2021. Like, where am I at? And okay, so what's next? So now I need what I call power steps. Power steps are steps with purpose and intent. Purpose and intent. Tim Story is saying, watch. If you don't do something with life, life will do something with you. And there are times in life, in your life and mine, we've got our butts kicked. <laughs> Has there ever been a time in your life where you feel like life was pushing you around? Every other day. <laughs> okay. Yes, of course. All right. So, so everybody watching has been there. Yeah. So you have yes. to take these power steps with purpose and intent, purpose and intent. So you take inventory. So the power steps, not one of them is I got to partner with the right people. Oh, this is good. Because we love everybody, but that doesn't mean they should be in the trenches with us. That doesn't mean they have the right mindset to help us stay focused. Right, and we don't. And the thing, so so Tim, the biggest thing is this inventory because I didn't take inventory. Okay. I will tell you, I did not. Um, and you know, taking Tony Robbins, you know, classes and stuff, and we did business mastery, and he had a one guy come on and talk about how, the importance of data and measuring your business, right? You own a pizza shop. How much flour am I using? How much cheese am I using? Who are my customers? What times do they come in? Yeah. All these different things. He's all about measuring your data. And as I have researched you and I've heard from other healers, but especially you, I realize we don't pause to measure our lives, our choices, the results. Take that inventory. Like you're saying, I didn't. I just kept skin the knee, get up. I always say I'm too dumb to quit uh, yeah. like the Italian way. Just keep digging, you know, like, we, yeah. and and now as I've gotten older and, and working with you guys, it's making me say, wait, pause, take inventory, look around, you know, where am I getting, who gives me energy that I work with? Who takes my energy? Um, you, you also said something about what state of mind were you in? Where was, what was your state of soul when you made that bad choice? I, that like blew my mind, Tim. Like most of us don't think that way. We make yeah. mistakes. We get back up and that's, yeah. and we're taught yeah. that's cool. 20th century, get back up and fight, you know, as a guy. Well, you're so, exactly right. So yeah. if you were to look at your mindset, when we made bad choices, because a choice is a selection. So I like Nate Niles on Beverly in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. And I, I like to eat breakfast there. So the waitresses have been there like 11, 100 million years. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Been forever. They've been there forever. And so yeah. I was talking to a few of them one day. And I said, hey, Gladys, now when people order, do they ever really look at the menu? And she goes, Tim. No, I come and they say, come back. You know, I want coffee, but come back. And then they're engaging in conversation. Then I come again and then they go, um, okay, what do you have? And they go back and forth with the friend. 
and they rush order. So I started thinking about this. Life is like a diner. Think how many times the menu was put there in front of us of choices that we could have made that were healthy selections. And we rush ordered because our mindset was not clear and we had lingering results. It's like people that get into a marriage and then they're into it for a while and they're like, I would not have made that choice to marry that person in the right mindset or to take a job or to lose a job or to tell somebody to go straight to, you know what? Like I have a a really big uh, active friend that you guys probably know. I won't say his name, but I begged this guy, go, don't quit this job. Cause he wanted to walk off the set because he had a bad day with the director. But in that mindset, it looked like the right thing to do. So again, we wake up, come, become aware, take inventory, but partner with the right people, okay? People who have a similar mindset or a stronger mindset, right? And similar mm-hmm. motives. Marry up. Motives. Similar motives. Motives, motives right. What are your motives? Yes. I always say, like, you know, I've partnered with people on films, and I, I learned, like, one guy I was partnering with, his motive was literally just to impress everyone everyone he went to high school with. Yeah. And then I worked yeah. with another star. His only motive was impressing old Hollywood. This guy was friends with all the old Hollywood stars that are no longer with us. Ginger Rogers. Like a, yeah. And every decision they made was based on that motive. So, you know, my motive was make a great movie. Their motives were that. So, and sometimes the motives would align. I want to make a great movie to stick it up my friends in high school's butts. Yeah. But then sometimes that didn't. So when I sit across from somebody, it's so, but again, I wasn't aware. I wasn't taking inventory, Tim. Yes. And now, you know, if, if you, so when you partner with somebody or, or even for friends or who you hang out with, what are their motives? That's great. That's great advice. So what are their motives? And, and then one would say to us, how do you know someone's motives? It's easier than you think. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will finally speak. So I have become a pro (laughs) at listening. I'm trying to tell you, Bernie Brillstein, who was around Beverly Hills forever, as in Brillstein and Great, that was my boy. Oh, yeah. So Bernie and I would eat dinner twice a month. And Bernie would say, do you know one reason I love you around? I go, no. Because number one, you're funny. Number two, you're a good listener. So I was really trained to listen because I'm the youngest of five children. And three yeah. of my older, see, see, my three of my older siblings are girls. And I was such a good listener. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Even though I was like nine years younger than them, I'd like, I'd be listening. But there's something powerful about this is that in the listening, you learn what somebody's motive is. Guys, you got to learn to hear the guy you're dating or the woman you're dating. Shh, let them talk. Let them talk. Let them talk. Yes. Yes, I know. Let them talk. I know. I know. Oh man, talk some more. That's amazing. <laughs> you, you, Tim, here's the thing: like you, at twelve, this happens to your dad, and I know you, you become even a greater empath, and you go and you help all these people. How is it possible for somebody who is? I mean, do you have to be born with that? That's that's the one troubling thing that I find with trying to help people is I wonder if you're either just born special or you're not. And I, I hate that because it's so limiting, but if, is it possible if someone is just kind of that negative person for them to shift the mindset? Is it possible? Cause you're, you're Maria, you're born this way. Kelsey, even there's people just born special. Okay. So the good thing about being interviewed from home is that I could actually look at like my notes, okay? So allow me just to say something off these notes because it's so good that I think that we need to, to understand this. I believe that most of us are truly born with a unlimited imagination. And so I started thinking this way years ago. So I started talking to the best psychologists, thought leaders around the world. Like, dude, I'd be in like amazing countries just talking with great minds. And they kept saying, you're right. They believed that that big thinking imagination is innate. It's innate. Now, some people have it in a different gifting, like let's say a Robin Williams, because you understand comedy, he could go there in the imagination in such a, a wild way. A Dave Chappelle presently can go there in his imagination in such an amazing way. So you would agree with that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would say that they have like the bonus level. But all of us have innately this gift from the universe that we are supposed to live a magical life. We are, man. Life is magical. What do you mean by magical? Life is extraordinary, uncommon, not not regular, okay? So it's innate, but it's also learned behavior. So I, I believe that it was given to you innately, but then what you're working on even stronger at this stage of your life is that you are learning to stir up, okay? and educate this side of you. So if you think you've done great things in the past, wait till the next two years. 
Because if your light bulb was at 60, when we tune it up to, to, to 100, boom. So for, so for someone who is negative or blocked, what recommendations do you have? You know, because I know when I, there's just certain people and you've, you've got to have come across them, Tim, where you'll present a solution or give advice. No, that won't work. And then uh, you always get screwed in life anyway. And, yeah. and every time I give, I yeah. end up getting used. What, how, how do you help them? Okay. So here's what I think. Number one, sometimes part of that is innate as well, because they were maybe raised around a father or a mother that was just negative. And so they picked that up. It's called the law of reproduction that like produces like. So, you know, we have some friends, all of us that have negative people. So that's their mindset. So what I do with people like that is I'm a little sneaky. I will try to put them around other people, even at a dinner party, who are the complete opposite. And it's a really powerful thing, is that now they're exposed to like somebody who does really well, but yet he's thoughtful or she's thoughtful and they're genuine and they're not caught up. So observation, conversation, education. So sometimes you just, if you really care about these people, you just have to introduce them into something else. And that's one reason that I wrote this book, The Miracle Mentality, is to miracle, introduce Miracle people, mentality. The miracle mentality to introduce people to a different way of thinking. And you know what? When they get introduced, many times they start to say, you know, really, that's really who I am. And somehow I became this cynical guy that I am. Male or female. So and if you're that person and you don't have a coach, go seek those people out then. Yeah, because like, okay, look at this. So I found out you guys were doing this podcast. I've been seeing it around. So I begin to binge watch, right? So now I know all your stuff. And um, so that's one reason you guys are doing what you're doing. So there's no excuse nowadays. It wasn't like the old days. If I didn't know somebody, I have to go find an encyclopedia <laughs> or go yeah, to the no, library. Yeah. I mean, it's all out there. It, it's they could watch they could watch your program every day and get a life lift. So there's no excuses, man. And you know what? Today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. So if you've been a pain in the butt for 49 years, stop it today. Ooh. Ouch. Yes. And it's going to, because tomorrow it's not going to be, it's going to be a reality. Can you, you have to um, talk, talk about the, the, the plowing of the land and the importance of that. And let me preface it with, I feel like um and you touch, you've touched on this before. I feel like with the younger generation, there is this, I've got this big dream. I, you know, I think that they were raised with more possibility in their minds than we were, which I love. It signs all over my studios say minds and possibility. I love that. But what is missing, I think, between that dream and then 
the realization of the dream is the work and the years that go in. And you have this yeah. wonderful analogy about the soil and plowing that I would love you to share. Yes. And, and when I mention her, it's because that's my real friend, like Oprah. Hi. She'll probably watch this. She's my real friend. She's my dinner buddy. And so Oprah loves the saying that I say that life is not about one big break. It's about one little breakthrough at a time. Okay. And you're exactly right. The younger generation, they'll see a celebrity or someone that they look up to that maybe even has a big YouTube following. And it looks like they're overnight success. When, when that happens, it will not last for long because you've got see to see it build all the time. Sure. You have to build the structure because when the storms hit in all of our lives, if your life is built on the sand, great is its destruction. If it's built on the rock, it's going to, it's going to stand. So I believe in what I call the law of the harvest. Now the harvest is the manifestation of something. Okay. So Maria has seen this in her life. I mean, I've, I've watched her journey. I've watched your journey. So now you got two powerhouses together. But the reality, people don't know behind the scenes on how you guys have like plowed the ground. It's like the law of the harvest. Pretend we're farmers. Plowing is hard work. Yeah. You plow, but watch how cool this is. You have to plant the right seed. See, some people plow and then they go like, ah, here's some seed. I'm not in the mood. And they got a bad attitude. So. You, you, you plowed, that was good, but you're planting the wrong seed. So you have to become intentional at planting the right seed because whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. So you plow, you plant water. Watch how good this is. Water's repetition, okay? So I have plants in this office of ours. And man, you know what's weird about I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. You got a plant? You got to water it. <laughs> Same with a dream. Funny thing. So, how do I water my dreams? Tip story. You watch this podcast. You read this book. You listen to cool music. Like this morning, dude. I'm from Compton. I was listening to Van Morrison. <laughs> I like all kinds of music. <laughs> Yesterday, I was listening to Kenny Loggins. So I go all over the board. So that's part of like water. Classical Greek music on this morning. So you get it, right? I get it. 
of course. The, the quote you referenced, which I, I think really will speak to the younger generation, he who works land has abundance. He who chases fantasies lacks wisdom. Yes. So that's that's the second part. And thanks for bringing that up. So you got to plow, you got to plant, you got to water. And then payday is on its way. But the harvest will not always come in the way that you think it should. Sometimes you think, I did all that. So, you know, within six months, I'm going to get my harvest. Could come in three. Could come in two. Could come in nine. Okay. So he who works his land shall have abundance. Abundance means overflowing. Okay, but let's get into what is abundance. To me, I want abundance of joy, abundance of peace, abundance of gratitude. That's cool abundance, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. But whoever chases, ooh, yeah. chases, there goes that word again. We got a we got a world of people yeah. chasing. I'm chasing. It's like it's like these young influencers now. The big thing is they got influencers nowadays. And they're like, dude, mm -hmm. I beat the sun up. I'm on my grind. I'm, I look at them like, dude, go to sleep. You look exhausted. That's what I think about. <laughs> so they're, they're chasing. He who chases fantasies. Look, I'm doing this on purpose. Because it's something that's really not there. Yeah. Lacks judgment. Oof. And I think it sets them up for such disappointment. And I, I shudder. It, it, Kelsey hears me say this all the time. I shudder in 10 years, the mental health, the suicide rates as are going up now. I shudder where the fantasy chasers are going to be at the end of it. If they don't just get to the, do the work and to, and to take the inventory and be aware and do the things that you're saying. Okay. Can I tell you something cool? So number one, 100% agree with what you said. So that's a great observation, okay? All right, so the other side of this is, this, this, this is what's going to calm us down. I don't get jealous of my buddies that have these amazing houses or have all these hit movies and we're going. That's your piece of the puzzle. I'll never forget I was with my cousin Esther. And I was about 10 years of age. And Esther was three years older. She was 13. And she loved puzzles. So because she was going to do a puzzle with me, and it was just going to be for like a couple hours as we were listening to Motown music, it was like a medium-range puzzle. Like the pieces were bigger, not the real tiny ones. So we were listening to Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, you know, the Supremes and, and you got to lay a good puzzle on a, like a wooden floor, you know, uh, not on carpet. So I'll never forget, like she was doing a piece, a few pieces of the puzzle. I was doing some, we're laughing, making jokes, but it was, it was fun to work with my cousin on this puzzle. And at the, at the end, we found out that four pieces of the puzzle were missing that the makers of that puzzle did not put all the pieces in the box. And so it was like so disheartening because 
like, oh man, we all did all this, but we're missing four pieces and it's not even our fault. You know, we, we did our best. A lot of people, they are missing pieces of the puzzle. They are missing pieces of the puzzle because somebody's not doing their job. So in your realm, you're a piece of the puzzle. In my realm, I'm a piece of the puzzle. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yes. I yeah. agree. I agree. But isn't that uh, awesome? It is. We respect and everybody, but we're all pieces of the puzzle. All pieces of the puzzle. And I would say if if you have friends like that who are successful, think of who why would you be jealous when Think of who you're aligned with. Is that not a good thing to be aligned with? You know, I never got that. I want nothing but great things for, by the way, for everybody. I always say, I wish everyone could be on spring break. Like, yeah. But especially my friends. Yeah, I I, I never understood that. Um, you know, I, I love um, talking about, because again, we're in this kind of chaotic state with, pandemic or maybe you've lost your job your, your life's been disrupted and i love that you you talk about um if you can get back to peace that's where you'll get the clarity chaos you know will bring more chaos peace brings solutions but yes. then you have techniques to get us back to peace so in that moment you know yes. what were some yeah. of the what are some of the things to get us back to peace okay so so one of the things that gets you back to peace is you have to get back to that place of innocence. And what I find that a lot of us, we've lost our innocence, man. Remember how happy we were when we just got up in the morning as kids and you maybe just wanted cereal and a cartoon, right? (laughs) And so what I do is I trigger myself. I trigger myself every day of my life through watching things I wanna watch, uh, talking to people like you that I want to talk to, and again, listening to music that I want to listen to, that takes me back to a place of innocence. So that's one way to get back into that place of innocence. Then another thing you'll, you'll like, I'll just do this too for right now, is get back to the place of gratitude. Look, I can move my hands. Yeah. Boom. Oh, Yeah. I'm alive, I'm fully present, I'm fully feeling, I'm fully alive. I mean, you're sitting in the parking lot of a Dunkin' Donuts, look how far you've come. Yeah, no, but I mean, but I am, I'm like, you know, this Prius car is like, for me, an extra car. I'm talking to Tim's story. I I couldn't be more grateful, you know? Like, I I agree, and I have my moments, but then I'll see like this morning, there was someone probably with cerebral palsy that was a clerk at the local drugstore, and he was really just struggling to make change. And what a like a beautiful soul. But it's like, who am I to not be like you said, be grateful, you know? And I think that yeah. I think we could all find things. Everybody, I bet you, if I asked that guy this morning, what was he grateful for? I bet you he would have so many things to say because he's got it better than someone else. So 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 real. And what, what I what I love is that when you when you get into that mindset of what is my piece in the puzzle, and many times it changes. Okay, so so it, it may start like in like Maria's journey. I've I've watched her 
of be this host and, you know, and then she matures and she's the host, but she's also doing other things and you guys are doing humanitarian work and stuff. So sometimes the, the piece of the puzzle that life calls us to, it alters. But I think we yeah. all need to really pay attention. Yeah. We need to behold because life is passing out new assignments. Yes. And you say that about the comeback is like, let's say that old world, whatever you had going ended, it's to know that now you have a new assignment. And I think you, when you were talking in one of your interviews, it reminded me of a lesson we learned in basic screenwriting was that the main character goes out on his journey. Then there's the inciting incident with throw, throws his world out of, out of norm, normalcy and what he normalcy. And what he does is the main character or she does. The first thing is trying to go back to the old world, try to piece it all back together. And I think we all do that. How do I get back to where I was? And you're saying, no, you know, look at it as a, a reassignment, you know, and, okay, and I would love I, you to talk about that there? because I think a lot of us just want, please. I'm loving what you're saying. Okay. So another famous quote is a comeback is not a go back. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. And that's exactly what you just yeah, said. I have that. A comeback's not a go back. And so I think so many people, like their career was thriving in the city that we, you know, we've been around for so long. And now, Tim, you help that guy, that guy, that guy, this lady, that they like, that's what I'm, give me the formula. Well, you know what? A comeback is not a comeback. So we, we, we learn from what was back then, okay? We become awake. We become aware, we take inventory, we partner with the right people, but here's the next thing. We gotta get the right plan. See, the plan for your life 10 years ago has evolved, yeah. right? It's evolved. 100%. 100%. So if, you, if you're trying to do you back here, I got problems. If Maria's trying to do her back there, we got problems because you're evolving because the universe is pushing you forward into some amazing places that are different, better, and more magical. The but we, and you hard. say it here, but, but people have to cooperate with the comeback, says Tim's story, right? Can you speak to that? Yes, to cooperate means to align yourself. 
It's like I've helped so many entertainers, kids, and I'll say like, like, you know, what were you thinking when you were up to this? I was just like stubborn and, or wanted to pay my parents back for never being there or whatever their thing was. Right. Mm-hmm, and I'd mm-hmm. say, well, that wasn't like too good for you even. And so all you have to do is you have to be willing, consenting and cooperate in align yourself with who you really are. So watch how cool this is. All of us have been spoken over and all of us have a calling. Our calling is specific and it's unique, man. And it's only for us. Nobody else has your calling, Maria's calling, or my calling. I don't want to be Dr. Oz. And you guys had him on your show. That's his calling. Mm -hmm. I'm not even trying to be, you know, like the second version of Nelson Mandela. That's his calling. And so I think when we learn to cooperate with the comeback is when we say, I kind of surrender. I'm going to put my ego aside. And I'm going to just lean in to what my heart is saying. Can you comment on this another Tim Story gem? Never waste your failures. Man, failures hurt. <laughs> failures yes. make you feel like you failed. Right. So watch. So right, telepicture right. signs me years ago. And oh God, I bet you I know. I bet you I know who did. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll so, talk so, offline. So, okay, so they sign me. Yeah. I'm going to be the new next sensation. Okay. You know, um, I've got William Morris. I got one of the top guys at William Morris, who you know. I probably, yeah, I probably know him too. Okay, yeah. So, so everything's set up. It's Tim's story. The kid from Compton yep. is getting his own show. And Oprah's cool with it. Quincy Jones was looking at being the EP, but not doing too much, but just like hovering over. Right. I got a dream team. Okay. Guess what happens? I go to New York. They do all these like tests with me. I'm passing. They're loving me. They've been bringing a set builder. How do you want your set? I'm looking at designs for the set. Okay. They're talking about, you know, how do you even want your billboards? It went that far. And then the person that I was going to replace, they decided to keep her another year. Then I was going to replace her again. They kept her another year. Then I was going to replace her again. They kept her another. So I kept getting, getting held. Oh, it felt terrible. You know why I felt so terrible? Because I was so excited. But I, in my excitement, I told my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Give me from comms. It's getting a talk show. You, you, you should see my set. Wait till you see my billboards. <laughs> it never oh. happened. <laughs> yes. 
So you got to learn. And I got to fail forward with lessons learned. Wow, right? And and you probably learned you probably learned a lot in that three-year period of being bumped around, I'm sure, right? Hey, because because I like the way you think. Give me one or two lessons you think I learned. Because you've been through similar things. Maria's been through things where it looked like you were going to get it or she was going to get it. Give me one or two lessons you think I probably learned from that. Uh, not jumping the gun, maybe. Um, yeah, that's one. Uh, not... not- not maybe not believe not buying into the hype. Yes, you know, maybe that there was a different path for you. Yeah, those are good right there. Okay, so not jumping the gun is I now have a a saying. Sometimes you need to stay quiet even when you feel a shout. Like I'll meet with these producers. Like I'll talk to you off the show, and he was telling me. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this movie story. I'm bringing you in for sure as a producer. And it's one of our top three actors. Okay. That's, that's doing this. So I'm like, I'm getting fired up. Right. But because of the thing that happened with telepictures, I've kind of learned a lesson. So I didn't go tell everybody. Okay. Because guess what? It may not work. He he may forget about me. He, He may not do it. So that's number one. Sometimes you right. stay quiet when you, even though you feel a shout. And then the other thing is, and this sounds very interesting for a guy who writes a book on the miracle mentality. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be realistic about your expectations. See, my expectation—that's a hard one. What I thought was going to happen. Uh, they they were they were just too far gone. You you need to bring it down a little bit. Like if you're if you're struggling with your weight, maybe you're just going to lose a little bit of weight the next three months, and that's cool. If 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 you want to go all the way vegan, maybe you should be like a quarter vegan to start, <laughs> so you don't disappoint yourself. Yeah, bring and, it and down. So in- yeah. Well, in your yeah. in your book, when we're talking about manifesting miracles, a miracle is a big thing. Yeah. Do we also temper our expectations in attaining those? Well, I think I think that in the area of miracles, a miracle is something supernatural. So sometimes we manifest them by our intention, but sometimes they just arrive. And, and you got to know that you have had some times in your life that, dude, you didn't do much. Something just went bam and just like landed in front of you. So it's it's, it's both. Some, some it's intentional and we manifest miracles by what we believe and what we expect. But sometimes miracles are just a gift, man. They just show up. That's what happened to my life. Like, I didn't ask him to meet all these important people in, in, in Hollywood. People always ask me, like, how'd you meet all these people? I was, it, I'm like the chocolate forest gump. I was just doing my job and like people started coming to me. I remember the first time I was like speaking and I saw like, dude, that's like Denzel Washington watching me speak. It was trippy. Another time I was speaking, I'm like, yo, 
I was like 32. I go, there's Tom Hanks. So it was, it was nothing that I was trying to do. Miracles just started popping. But I think the difference was, Tim, and this is for other people, is that you were awake, aware, and taking inventory, where all of us have these miracles, but we don't acknowledge them. You know what I mean? It, the oh, miracle yeah. may not. The miracle may have been today be going to the drugstore and dealing with this person with special needs. You know that might have been the miracle. But again, if you're not awake, you're not aware, and you're not taking inventory, you're not going to see these things. Yeah, you just said it perfect. So I mean, think that's super. You, important. you got to go on the road, man. Yeah. You you just said it perfectly because no, well, it's because of you. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. Like the other day, I'm in my backyard, just breathing in between like life coaching people. Because life coaching is cool, but you hear a lot of bad stuff, and sometimes you just need to just breathe. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there, drinking tea. I like tea because good for my throat i like it mm -hmm. and three beautiful butterflies just come by together like like uh. like in slow motion but see i'm awake and i'm aware and it was magical so i called one of my friends who knows about butterflies she's a cool really cool lady very creative and she she asked me what type they were. And then she says, Tim, you know, those types of butterflies don't usually flow in unison like that. She goes, that, that was really like a magical sight. So I got a lot of people that are watching today. You're like frustrated. Like I wrote a script and it still hasn't happened. And, you know, I got that project and the, 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 my, my agent's not paying attention to me or, you could be with your parents, with your family, with your fitness. Just sometimes wake up and pay attention. It could be three butterflies going by that you just go, whoa, behold, there's still magic. Sometimes you just need a little magic. Yep. And that's part of just, like you said, embracing being rather than doing or achieving. Yeah, I'm just, I'm um, just, I'm you just know, it's like, I don't, I've had you, you're being, and that's, that is the hardest thing to transition over to, but the more that I do, the more uh, better I feel. And, and I think that's one thing we have to try to get people to embrace around because we've been wired for a hundred years in this country, you know, to achieve, achieve, to do, and not to be. And I feel like this century and people like you are leading us that way. Um, this, there's another great quote when we talk about the making the comeback and something bad happens to you. When we go into our new assignment, we don't have to be a discount version of ourselves. You know, yeah. Because a lot of yeah. people are going to have to take a job, let's say, that pays less money. Or maybe it's not within their dream or whatever the case is. But can you speak to not becoming a discount version of ourselves in our new assignment? Okay, so that's... That's one of my favorite parts of this book is that I feel like too many people have discounted their own worth, their own being, their own significance based on expectations that were not met. I thought I would be doing this by 30. 
Yeah. I thought I would be doing this by 34. I never thought I'd end up on TMZ, you know, whatever the challenge is. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'd say this stuff to myself. hundred yeah. percent. Yes. Okay. So here's what we need to do. We need to forgive ourselves. Slowly learn to forget, which is all my psychologist friends tell me. To forget means to omit on purpose. Wow. I'm telling you, I can help somebody right, right now. Now, you know, I work with some of the bigger stars, but I'm not going to name drop and tell these people's names right now. But a couple of the big, big, big stars right now that are actors, one of them has done some things that are not that great. Some were found out, some were not. And I was telling this amazing actor, it could be a female, could be a male. I said, I got to help you clear your mind and unlearn what you've learned and realize that what you went through, we can just grow from it. Because otherwise, all these new things that are going to happen in your life, you are not going to appreciate them fully because you have become a discount version of yourself in your mind. Now, how do we do this? Our mind starts nursing it, cursing it, rehearsing it. If I hadn't done that, I shouldn't have quit that job. I should have taken. You, 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 you're just thinking. You're, just, you're thinking now. Tim, are you reading my mind? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I, so, we all, I, we say these things, but yeah, please continue because I want the elixir. Yes. So, we're we're just thinking about these things that we that we missed, and in that, you are. So discounting yourself, and not only are you discounting yourself, you have labeled yourself. It's, it's almost like you go to Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills or Neiman Marcus right next door. That's a certain standard of living, okay? You go in there and like, people treat us nice. What would you like? But some people, they had Saks Fifth Avenue dreams and they, they ended up in like a lower end store on a discount rack in their mind that is marked irregular. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that's not even how we see them. That's how they see themselves. Yes. Yeah. Oof. And they're contaminating tomorrow so much by doing so. I tell I tell you something. A, a, a screen legend, a screen legend, says to me ten years ago. He's now passed on. He goes, Tim, big fan. Want to meet you? I mean, he's a legend. He goes, I used to be, and then he tells his name. I, and I said to him, because we both have humor in us, I said, did you change your name? And I go, 
He goes, no, what do you mean? I said, you said I used to be, because he said his name after. I go, but you're still that name. He goes, uh, he goes, but you know, I used to be that guy. I go, no, you're that guy. Ooh, ooh. You're still that guy. Yeah. He discount oh. versioned himself. Yes. And you know, the other thing, Tim, I don't know. Do you know Nicole Avant? She I, I was know. on our show. She produced. I know of her. Her and her brother, Alec. Yes. And Clarence Avant, the Black Godfather. She was on the show a few weeks ago. And her thing, calling out people for in the greatest way is when people say, not I'm used to, I'm just. I'm just a plumber. I'm just a blank. I, and that is another just uh, horrible thing. To Nobody is just anything. You know, we're all here serving in some greater way, I, I think, or we, we can or should be. 100%. But can I give a shout out to the Vaughn family? Because I've not met Clarence. Please, because I, I can't give them enough. I, I roll with all their friends. I roll with. Barry Gordy, Quincy, Suzanne DePass, those are all the buddies. But I'm such a fan of the Avon family, what Clarence and his wife did and the kids. I, I would love to get together with them. It's incredible. Because when you look at the odds that they faced, they had to get a miracle mentality. Mm-hmm. And man, he went, I mean, the worst of times and he just kept, coming back in greater ways and reinventing himself. And it never, like all angles and just as, as much as a shout out to your book, a shout out to, again to The Black Godfather. I, I I was telling Nicole, I think it's one of the most important films of the year, if not the decade, because of what he achieved. Um, yeah, we have to make that, that connection. And Nicole, who's a producer and a former ambassador for the United States, she had uh, as much, if not more, um, healing advice than some of the world-class healers we've had on the show. So again, you just never know where it's going to come from. But the discount version of yourself is, is it? here's the deal. Like, let's say in your life, if, if you would have maybe listened to some of the critics or naysayers and, and taken in what they said as valid and you would have owned them, when you were given the gift of Maria, you could have said, nah, um, I, I don't deserve that gift. And vice versa with her, with you. I think life gives us a lot of gifts that something in us says, you're not really worthy of this. This is why they call in Tim's story a lot, because entertainers will say to me, dude, why do I feel like blowing all this up? I I I I, I almost feel like yeah. just dynamiting and sabotaging myself. Oof. Yes. Yep. And, and I'll tell you, you know something else, Tim. This might blow your mind. Uh, I think this. I think you know. I go back to meeting Maria, who was the greatest gift that I've ever received, and I. This is gonna sound crazy. I thought I was too good, not unworthy. I was like head writer at MTV. I was making movies, making moves. I'm like, you know, I was doing a nice girl. And, but I got my career and I got things. And what happened was the universe came in. Yeah. Had other plans for me. 
you know, something terrible happened with my film. I lost it. I went bankrupt. I lost friends. I lost family contacts. That's what put me in the valley and cleared the land for me to see Maria. It was a gift from the universe that I didn't even realize that from like, wow, here's this great girl who's loyal. She's beautiful. She's, she's familial. She's smart. She's supportive. Yeah. And here I go. And like, why am I not committing to this? And I did. And, uh, and I, I, you know, and for me, it was all about, I want to make sure what happened to me never happens to Maria. So I went into overdrive for her life and career and the rest is history. But all that was a gift that I thought was the, at the time, the worst thing in my life. So, so you bring up a great point. I think point. sometimes when we find the miracle mentality is when we are at a difficult place in our life. And we know that we need to shift things in order to shape us. And so you shifted and then therefore were shaped into the person that you're becoming now. So I want to talk about before we leave, especially with people being sick during the pandemic, you said, think big and small places. When we're sick, we go singular. When we think beyond, we go plural. Can you, yeah. can you expand on that? But, What I've noticed with little children is that when they are happy, they want to share the happiness with someone else. I remember being in a a toy store and a a little girl said to her mother as I was walking by, mom, this is my new friend, Amber. This was so funny. I was a little kid. And then the mother said, well, hello, Amber, where's your mother? And then the mother came up. Mother's met. And she says, it's my new friend, Amber. And then she said, can she spend the night? They had just met, okay, at the Toys R Us (laughs) store, like aisle 11. And little kids have that in in them, like little girls holding each other's hands. This is my new friend. And so we're very plural when we're happy. When we're going through pain, we have the tendency to go inward that I call singular, singular, singular. I'm going through a divorce. I'm going through pain. My movie project did not work. I can't believe what they said about me. And we go singular, okay? If you stay singular for too long, you're gonna get polluted. You're gonna get polluted. Mm. Because staying in the same place takes your river into a swamp. And a lot of people that are watching today, you had a flow from your mind, a flow from your spirit that you're feeling from both of us right now. And you allowed yourself to stay singular too long because somebody offended you, somebody hurt you, somebody wronged you. We've all been through this. So you have to become intentional and you need to say, I'm going to become plural again. Well, how do you do this? Every single day of my life, I text at least five people and tell them how special I think they are. I've done it already today. I mean, it could be just random people. Wow. My DMs on Instagram, I reached out to another five this morning already. And they'll, they'll many times say, is this really Tim's story? I'll say, thank you for reaching out to us. 
I think you're awesome too. I looked at your Instagram. Keep on keeping on. So what am I doing? Even if I feel singular, be intentional about reaching out and becoming plural. And what happens is all of a sudden you'll start to find a healing where that swamp begins to be a river again and you start to flow again. Because don't forget, life is all about seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall. Maybe your life feels like winter, but I'm here to tell you, summer is on its way. What a great technique. Wake up. and Because I'm, I'm into the life hacks, and I understand the people that are working 13, 14, 15 hours a day on the grind, trying to feed their families take care of their families. I love that. Wake, if you can wake up, why not send five people thinking of you? Mm-hmm. Hope all's well. You're and awesome. and you never know if it's the universe at play too, because you never know if those five people really needed to hear that in that moment. I, I do it all the time. Like um, you probably know him too, but my buddy's Michael Mina and he just opened up a new restaurant in Belmont Shore. He's got over 40, one of the greatest chefs in the world. And Michael out of nowhere shot me a text. Tim, love you. You're my brother. Come on. These are busy men. And like, we take care of each other. Randy Jackson, I just sent him a text because he was on Dr. Oz yesterday and he looked good. And I sent him a text. Randy, looking good. He hit me right back. Love you, my brother. Need you, my brother. What does that do, man? It makes us go plural. Right. And yet, what did it cost you if we put a stopwatch three minutes, maybe? Exactly. Right. In our mere mortal time. And yeah. think of the return. I yeah. love it. I'm going to put that one into use amongst many other things. Tim, what a gift to the world. What a gift to us, our show. I, I just can't wait because there's so much more that you're going to do and achieve. And, um, it's going to be so fun to watch and see. I, I just, yeah. And I have so much to process from this interview. I got a lot of, I have, I still have more work to do, but I guess the work never stops, right? Never stops. But, but thank you for seeing me. But for me, I just like, I'm, I'm right here. You see, you see, I'm like, so in the moment. So yes. I'm just really just blessed in the state that I'm in and just excited to be a servant in wherever life guides me to be able to serve people's dreams. And and Tim, do you think that serving is good for everybody to do? If we could leave people on that, what are your thoughts on that? Or is it just your type of personality? Ser- serving is essential. I, I, I believe that it's in the pain it forward. And it's in the lifting up of another person's dream that something beautiful happens to us. It's almost like when you exercise and endorphins shoot through you, when you serve another person's dream, even if you go and you go to feed the homeless, you know, on Thanksgiving or whatever things you guys have done in the past, isn't it a weird feeling how like there's something magical that starts flowing through you where you get this good feeling because that's oh, how yeah. the universe was set up. Yes. So all of us are set up to serve 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think it's like a lot of people who are guarded and afraid to serve that they're going to be used or taken advantage of just play through, man, because it really, it's worked for me, but I always just wonder if it's not for everybody, but I'd like to think it is. It is. It, and you it, saying so makes 100% for everybody. And it'll, it'll take you out of your um, singular mindset and into the plural. You know, it, it was, it was Ronnie Howard who was helping to serve Steven Spielberg and, and that helped him a little bit because it well, rubbed off on you. You know, yes. if I'm with yep. Quincy Jones, which that's been my guy for over 25 years, he doesn't he doesn't make a move, man. If his bag's on the floor, I pick it up. He's like, yo, yo, little brother, what are you doing? I go, no, I got it. I got right. it. I got right. it. Man, I'm always and- looking to serve. Mostly these guys that have paid the price before me, male or female, I'm all about serving somebody yeah. else's. And- and you know what I even hear in that you picking up his bag because I do that too for my mentors. I'll do whatever. It's I think it's humility as well, right? Maintaining humility, one hundred percent, very important. Wow, Tim's story. Okay, Tim, the book uh, is available now. Uh, yes, on Amazon. I'm sure it's going to be another bestseller. Um, Here it miracle is. Miracle right. mentality. Uh, there it is. Look at that. Wow, this is my guy. Oh, wow. I am so excited to read the book. And uh, and especially now, it couldn't be more important. Um, and I feel like for everybody, there's an opening that's happening. We could look at this as like an ending or whatever, but it could be an opening, right? What's going on now. And to have a book like that to help us figure out what's ne- what's that awesome opening that's coming. It's exciting. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Because you know about books. I was on one yeah. show. And I sold 10,000 books on one show. Do you know why? Because this is not a book that people are buying just for themselves. We have people buying 50 for their company, 100 for their company. Let me tell you what happened Mm -hmm. on why I sold so many. One guy rose up and bought 5,000 of these on the spot. He said, I'm going to buy 5,000 and re- release them into charities so people can change their mindset and change their life. Ooh, wow. It's a movement. This is this is not just me like being in a good mood. Like, I think no. I'm gonna write a book. No, it's a movement. It's a movement. A and, miracle you know, mentality is a movement. It can, and everything you're saying, the, all the other world-class healers we've had on, it it all, you've connected it all together. So it it's, no, it's, it's this century and it's now, and it's going to be the beginning of the mindset, as you said, that we all need to shift to, to have fulfillment. And Soma, I'm so excited, Tim, to have met you. Thank you again. Please if guys go out and buy this book. I know I'm going to buy it uh, today. <laughs> And uh, Tim, I, I'm sure we're going to stay in touch. Thank you so much. On behalf yeah, of Marie we will stay in touch. Let's hang out and let's just keep sharpening each other. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, I think you'll do more for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in, Tim. Okay, wow. Uh, so thank you for bearing with us first and foremost as we did our very first show from the Prius studio. 
We think we might move out here permanently. <laughs> in the Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. Thank yeah. you, Dunkin' Donuts, for your Wi-Fi and your sponsorship, although this is not <laughs> part of the sponsorship. Tim's story uh, was mind-blowing. He was patient, thank goodness, yeah. with this. He's and awesome. uh, I hope you guys were, too. But, um, okay, Stephen, because I know you're the most cynical of the of our little threesome here. Were, were you moved by some of the stuff you heard? 100%, Kev. Uh, 100%. Like, I think... It was really interesting because I've worked with you for so long. Like, I think we're going on nine and a half years now that I'm just like, wow, this it's amazing that Oprah's life coach is so similar to Kevin in their way of thinking and so similar to Kevin and like their life beliefs and their mentorship in terms of what they try to instill on the people they work with. I agree. I 100 percent agree. I loved the discount version of yourself. You can't go into something if you still believe that you're a discounted version from something that happened to you in your past. I was like, oh, hold the phone, Kevin. Yes, I've, I've, I've been the 99 cent version of myself. No longer. <laughs> but we all do it though. We all do it to a degree. It's like, I don't think I'm worthy for uh, like, because of something that happened that X, Y, and Z. And it's like, oof, no. I mean, it's, so it's, I thought that was yeah, it's so crazy how he's tied together so many different life lessons from just his life and working with people who have experienced things. Like I, I know I connected with a lot of it of like, okay, well, your expectations versus reality. And if you keep beating yourself up over the things that didn't happen because your expectations were too high, you're still operating from a place of who you were yesterday and you're discounting yourself and you're not working with what you have now. And I think in COVID, we're all kind of in that place of like, we got to start working with what we have now and using our experiences and everything we've gained from the past, as opposed to begrudging ourselves for not having what we thought would happen, happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I think just also being, yeah. you know, being is so important. That's a real hard one because yep. we're so into doing and we're so into achieving. And I think also like the, the chasing fantasies, which I've heard people say chasing dragons, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that that's a, that's a big thing because we see so many lottery ticket winners. And then when I, I say that, I mean, symbolically yeah. people who are like, Oh, I threw up a video and now and I'm, I'm, viral. I'm viral. Yeah. I'm yeah. a multimillionaire. And yeah. we think, Oh, that's that, that's the dragon. That's the fantasy mm-hmm. I should chase. Mm-hmm. And like he said, that will not give you wisdom. The wisdom will come through. The abundance will come and the wisdom will come through work. Yeah. And uh, that's the part of the 20th century that, I'd love to come over. And that's why I think he's so great because he's a hybrid of the enlightenment, the sensitivity, the spirituality, but he's still saying you got to do the work. Yeah. If this is what you, you know, in, but I think that's true of everybody, whether you even have a lofty dream or not, I don't, I, I say it all the time. Like no one gets out of life for free. Very mm-hmm. few of us. Yes. Maybe you're the one who is a rich, spoiled kid or a rich, Those spoiled people. husband or a rich, spoiled wife. And you just, but they're never happy. They're never happy. Rarely. Yeah. Not, I mean, like they're miserable people. Um, but we all have to work in some way. And and we all, according to him, what I agree with is we're all here to serve. And that was mm-hmm. what Nicola Bond said. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to remember that and, we're, and know that we are serving, whether it was the kid today who helped me at, you know, I was saying I went into the Rite Aid in the morning and it was a special needs clerk who was working there. Mm-hmm. And he was saying to me how the town we're in is always going to get knocked out of internet because of the winds and to, you know, and that really helped me. And, you know, he's serving in his way. Yeah. And they, and we all really are and, and embrace and be, and be, be in that, 
You know, what did he say? He who who he who chases fantasies lacks judgment. Yeah, and he said in other interviews then lacks wisdom. Yeah, yeah. But I whether you're you know for me, you know in the carny business when it was brutal work, we always made it fun. Mm-hmm. I was telling you that Kelsey, we would be like. Oh, we're gonna get to go to McDonald's tonight, the one that's open till three. And that's what we were, we were yeah. so excited. I'm gonna get my double yeah. quarter. Like, what are you gonna order? Yeah. And we were just, you know, we just and even in this moment now, like the three of us on Kelsey's, you know, birthday week. Thank you. We're in the you know, Prius and like I, I'm very grateful to Me be too. part of this. And we're talking to Tim's story, and he's connected to Oprah and all these other amazing people. Well, that's the thing. That, that was another point that I loved from him. It was, uh, let's see, he talked about getting back to innocence and then gratitude. Big one. And that's going to bring you peace. Yes. And ultimately, peace is what helps you win, right? We might have to do a Tim Story Cliff Notes. Ooh, yeah. I feel like it because I think it, we jumped around a lot in mm-hmm. the interview. But I think if we piece it all together, there's, it's, oh, my God, there's some good so much. tools for you. I mean, kit. just like um, the whole harvest. Well, everyone. Who is our guest in the Prius tomorrow? What's oh, that, Stephen? Sorry, there's a delay. But yeah, I think like just the law of the harvest. But just Kevin, I think this interview, I think, is going to be really great for Maria to listen mm-hmm. to. And also for me, it's like it really it really put a lot of things about what happened last year in perspective in terms of, you know, yeah. everything that, you know, we've done for people and are no longer able to do during COVID knowing that we were still receiving that that plurality through doing it regardless of what the end result was and whether or not there was a long-term plurality or not in those moments i know that like just as he said kevin you you get that endorphin rush from helping people you, like everything he was saying about like okay like you know anytime you help people's dreams come true anytime you help people get to the next level like I don't know, Kevin. What have you done that for? 1,500 people now. <laughs> True. Well, thank you for acknowledging that. And, um, yeah, yeah, it was it was really special to talk to him and connect. And I think mm-hmm. he'll be with us. Uh, I think we've, we've uh, made just another Heel Squad friend. Yay, Tim. And so who's on? So tomorrow in the Prius, we have personal finance expert, Susie Orman. Oh, my God. Susie don't play. No. Oh my I'm excited. I, by the way, I love Susie. I've seen her speak many times. And uh, You think she'll like the Prius? Yes, of course. Cost effective. Exactly. Save on gas. Electric, baby. Timeless. Yeah, it's a Prius. Yeah. Easy to park. I'm excited for her. But... Maybe we'll, I, yeah, I, I doubt we're going to have internet tomorrow. No. Oh, FML, you guys. <laughs> oh. Well, FML. listen, if there was any time to take over, well, why not now? And I know. As my dad would say, better me than than anyone else. Better me than Maria to be in this You're doing situation. really well, Kim. But I you, thought that was a great you guys. interview. Well, you guys are so great and staying patient. We And we just kept rolling. And I think mm-hmm. last lesson for this show too is like you gotta roll roll and punches priyanka chopra her dad be like water Mm -hmm. so be fluid he said that too yes Mm -hmm. so you start hearing these things you guys it's like the same thing said in a different way yep and you know (laughs) just apply them and you can choose that's the thing it's like and then you can choose which person 
like what lands with you? It might have been Priyanka saying it, it might have been Tim saying it, right? Like one of them's gonna stick, yeah. And you just have to apply it, and it's gonna change your life. So we like today. I could have let stress. You could have let stress. Steve could have let stress take us out. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Throw my hands up in the air. Let's do it another day, or it's not going to be perfect. So let's not do it at all. Right. And um, you know, we we were like no. Let, we just we went to the public library here. Then we you know went to the other Dunkin' Donuts. So we came to this Dunkin' Donuts. And then I have my hotspot. And it's all even helping us come up with contingency plans. So when Maria is here, she won't have to deal with this. So. Many, many gifts, yeah. many, many lessons as always. Um, so until tomorrow, Kelsey. Until tomorrow, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. And share this with your friends and family. We love you. It's me, Kelsey. It's Kelsey's birthday week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.